as we uh, kick off a Thursday for uh, it, it. This has been a fast week for a lot of reasons, but here we are Thursday. We got football coming up tonight, and we'll get into that a little later on. We got baseball coming up tonight. We've got all kinds of stuff. Then, then of course, we got an action pack weekend here at the radio station. So, uh, we got lots to talk about coming up on the program today. RJ Achoa will be here to talk about the Cowboys. He's from Blog of the Boys and ESPN Radio in San Antonio. Uh, we'll also visit with Bryce Cherry, get caught up on the local sports scene, and and uh, David Woodard, the head coach of the West Trojans. They got a big one coming up Friday night. It's it's a rivalry game. I did not realize that Whitney and West was a rivalry. I thought it was West and Hillsboro, uh, and it may be. And I'm gonna I'm gonna ask Coach Woodard about that. But uh, West and Whitney uh, coming up on Friday night, and that'll be a fun one. So we got a lot to do today, as we have always done on Thursday, Ward Whites. We welcome Mike Gray into the program. Mike is uh, from the Humane Society. Michael, good morning. Uh, did you have to set your alarm to get going here? Good morning. No, guys, I, I was pumped. I was about 5 o'clock this morning ready to rock and roll. What did you do? Did you join Ward for that for that 5 a.m. jog? Yeah. Well, I thought about it, but uh, I'm not much of a runner. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, I was just pumped to come on the, the first week of the morning show, man. This is awesome. Well, what's going on at the Humane Society? What do we need to know? Um, so, you know, we got our zombie run coming up um, October 30th. Uh, so if people are interested in signing up in that, it, that should be pretty fun. It's be a 5K. We got a, a, a one-mile dog walk as well. We have a, a best-dressed uh, dog competition that are going on there. We got a best-human uh, uh, costume competition going on there. Uh, so it should be a lot of fun. Um, we're also uh, looking for some, if anybody has any old dog crates they'd like to donate. We have a, another transport going um, next week, and so we need some crates to put some dogs in to transport them. Um, so if anybody has any crates, that would be you know awesome. <clears throat> Talking with Mike Gray from the uh, Humane Society, and Mike, you mentioned the uh, one-mile dog walk. Is, is, there a, is, there a, is there a virtual dog walk that, that I can participate in? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we we could probably work something out for you if you want to. I know that's the that's the UT Baylor game weekend, so I know all y'all will be super busy. Um, but we want to be able to work something out for you. All right. Uh, so how are we doing? I mean, have, are we are we in good shape as far as number of dogs that are are at the the shelter right now? Or are we or, or do we need to We're go ahead? Pretty good. We're pretty good right now. Um, but you know, with all this rain and whatnot, you know, it seems like the rain. Uh, and the thunderstorms and things like that always kind of help bring the numbers back up high because, you know, when dogs get scared, they tend to try to freak out a little bit and, and escape. So uh, just like with the fireworks, all the thunder and lightning last night, we'll probably see a pretty high intake of dogs today at the shelter. Uh, if you wake up this morning and you can't find your dog, uh, you know, check the shelter and, and try to come get them as quick as you can. Um, so, yeah, it'd probably be a pretty high intake of dogs today, I'm, I'm assuming. Hang on a second. We had thunder and lightning last night? Y'all didn't hear that? I know. I, I, <laughs> just, I was about to say, I was like, hold on. Might have been, you know, might have been on TV. But uh, my dogs are freaking out a little bit. So little Tootie was in her crate last night because she was just going, going crazy. So I uh, got you. All right, Mike, uh, where is the Humane Society located? How can they get a hold of you guys? We are at 2032 Circle Road, uh, right across from Marie's Barbecue. Uh, we are open today from 11 to 6. And you can call us at 254-754-1454. Perfect. Hey, Mike, we appreciate your time this morning. 
Appreciate y'all. So, uh, Ward, they do uh, – seriously, we, we joke around and have fun with Mike, but they do a tremendous job uh, and a unbelievable service for this community. There's no doubt, and, and and it's a very needed service, and Mike does a great job with those animals, and we're lucky to have someone like Mike around here to be able to do that. And uh, and they also incorporate, you know, one of the things, not only do they take care of the animals and find them homes as, as much as possible, but they also do a great job of taking care of the animals while they're in the shelter, yeah. and that's a hard job. I was thinking, you know, they got, they got the, the zombie run and they got the – the dog walk. I wonder if they would have a like, uh, maybe line up some cats or something, and, and where the dog oh, can drag the master oh, across no. the concrete. No, hey, that that doesn't happen though, does it? I hope not. <laughs> hope not. Except to you, <laughs> I'd, I'd get a blue ribbon for that one. <laughs> oh, so so Coco Coco took you on a spin a, a couple of weeks ago. You okay now? Yeah, I'm good now. Yeah, that was that was an adventure to say the least. <laughs> But Coco yeah. is what German horse. I mean, I mean, <laughs> that is a big dog, by the way. She is a she is a large, large German Shepherd. So very large, but she's sweet. Yeah, she's she's a sweet dog. She's I mean, she's not. She is you know she's got the German Shepherd breed in her. She's protective and uh, like she's supposed to be, but she's also a, a very sweet dog. I mean, you know, you've been around her. And, oh, yeah. You know, she's very... But she, because, she likes to play catch. Yeah, but because of her size, she's very intimidating to a yeah. lot of people, too. So. Well, yeah, I said, you know, what first time I saw her, I said, where's the saddle? <laughs> I mean, you know, but uh, anyway. All right, uh, six minutes after seven o'clock. Uh, we are off and running here on a... What is this? This is Thursday. Thursday. I keep forgetting. Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> Ready to go. Did you see, and, and I don't want to spend a ton of time on this, but I do want to talk about this because, it, I mean, that's all I heard this morning coming to work. Uh, back to the John Gruden situation. Did you see what David Carr said? Uh, and I don't, I mean, I mean, I think I'm okay with what David Carr said. He said he loved John Gruden, mm-hmm. appreciated John Gruden and John Gruden's family and John Gruden's kids and everything uh, that John Gruden had done for him. But he's, he's what happened, he, he said you got to separate. And, and he did not like what happened, and he believes that all of those emails should be exposed. I mean, he, he came out and said that. But I, I think what he was trying to say was when the guy that he knew – while playing for the Raiders, he liked, and unfortunately, he found out this information, you know, uh, which occurred ten years ago. And that guy, I don't believe he particularly cared for. I think that's kind of what he was trying to say, and I don't know that that's not a bad way to take a look at this thing. I think it's fair. I mean, you know, I I understand what he's trying to say. That the guy that that he was around as as his coach was not necessarily the guy or portrayed as the guy that wrote the emails. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, he, he never saw that side of him. Um, but I, I guess evidently it was there at one time. Uh, it may still be there. I don't know. And he, he masked it. I, I have no idea. And I'm not trying to accuse or anything. But he never saw that. And so he appreciated what John Gruden did for him as a player at the time. But he did not appreciate the fact that he did write those emails. Right. And he wasn't dismissing it at, at, at all. No. I mean, he – look, he was coming – he was he formulated his opinion of the person 
based on the information that he had at the time. And that's what we all do. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what we all do. I mean, I, I don't know that when I'm when I meet somebody new or you meet somebody new or anybody meets somebody new that we, hey, let's go do a quick background check to make sure that this can be our, our new friend or, or, or acquaintance or coworker or whatever the case may be. Right. So and that's I think that's what what David Carr was saying is, hey, look, the guy that I knew, worked with, interacted with. And that guy, they seem like two different people. I think he's having a hard time processing all this, and I can, I can, I could probably, I can understand that. Probably if, a lot of them are. Yeah, it, it, because you're right. If if the guy that you look to as your leader, you for all those, as long as you've been around him, you had this this impression and vision of this person and trust and trust, and then you find out something as dramatic as this, and and as and as despicable as this. You know, you've got to kind of circle it back and 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 put it all back into perspective again, and 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 I think that's what he was trying to do. Plus, they have to do it with every camera, every microphone on them mm-hmm. constantly right. because they are professional football players. It, it wasn't like this happened, and it was a you know the next door neighbor or a friend or or family member, and you could you know privately process all this. They're having to do this in the public. Because and being asked about it every day, yeah. every day, absolutely. So uh, that that's what he had to say, and I, I listened to it a little bit this morning. I started to play some of it for us, but I thought, you know, I think if you've if that's what you want, uh, you 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 probably have already heard it. Uh, it. It's on, it's everywhere. I mean, it's on every national television and radio broadcast right now. So uh, I just chose not to uh, to broadcast that but I did want to talk about it and I did want to bring it up because man what a difficult situation that John Gruden put all of his family and friends in and, and co-workers and, and and players and former players you know uh Keyshawn Johnson has not let off the gas and Keyshawn Johnson you can tell is a little is he's not a little upset he's really upset because that's a guy he played for in Tampa so the guy that he played for in Tampa is it the same guy that's in Las Vegas today. Probably not. Uh, no, but he did have some things to say about John Gruden that took me by surprise. That he he really didn't like John Gruden when they won the world championship. No, he didn't. So I mean, I I, I never knew that, and that never came out. He never said that before any of this came out. So I thought that that was a little bit strange. I mean, if you didn't like the guy back then, why are you all of a sudden? Riding does him it so hard. feel like piling on? Yeah, it does a little bit to me yeah. from him. And it could be. I mean, it you could know. be. Uh, and it could be that he is so hurt by it that it finally just came pouring out. There you go. That he had, yeah, he had sat on all that and felt like there was, you know, he he wasn't going to attack that guy while he was. But at that point, once once this was there, this was the last draw, and mm-hmm. he, you know, yeah, and, sure. and maybe that could be the case too. It, it's. uh it, it's it's. It, I mean, I don't. I don't even know how to explain it. I mean, every time you, every time you think we we take a step forward in in in, in society, we end up taking three steps back. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and it's not everybody. You know, it's the it's the three percent. It's not the ninety seven percent. It's the three percent. I think. Uh, you would hope. Yeah. At this, in twenty twenty one, you certainly would. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, that's that's kind of where we are. All right, uh, 712. 
Welcome to a Thursday morning. Our 7 o'clock hour, by the way, is brought to you in part by Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace near Cabela's. Oh, man, check them out today, and uh, you'll be glad you did. Coming up, we are going to talk a little bit about the uh, Baylor and BYU game that's coming up on uh, Saturday. That is homecoming, 2.30 kick, and our broadcast will begin with game day live at 10.30. I think, Warden, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and throw this out there. I'm, I'm, I don't know that we locked etched in stone, but I think John Morris had an opportunity to visit with both the president Brigham BYU and with the president of Baylor simultaneously. Oh wow! And if and I think that conversation will be part of Game Day Live from Touchdown Alley. How so about that? yeah, I, I think John is going to let us let us uh, operate with that. So uh, look forward to that. So uh, it, that'll be coming up on Saturday. All right, uh, real quick. Uh, we, I did get a uh, – before we got off the air, you know, we had that conversation yesterday about fourth downs and going for it and all that. Do you go for it? Uh, Corey says fourth downs have to be a gut feeling. The numbers tell you part of the story, but it has to be a game flow decision. And I, I tend to agree with that. I think you take all that information, and then ultimately Dave Aranda is going to make a call and whether they go for it or not. So uh, if you got an opinion on that or anything else – uh, 662-1660, 662-1660 is the CNC Collision Center text line. Uh, Daniel says, Kellen Moore, next Raiders coach, question mark? Who? Uh, whoever is the next full-time Raiders coach, boy, that is, uh, that's going to be a tough task. I mean, because, uh, look, this is not going away anytime soon. No, it's not. But I, I think that whoever the next coach of the Raiders is, I don't think is going to have to deal with this side of things. I mean, that's that's for the front office and, and other things. I don't think that they're going to be shined on badly because they take that slot. I don't think. Does that coach – boy, here we go. We're going to run late. And I, I, I'm just going to throw this out there for you to think about. Does that coach have to help rebuild the trust of not only the players – but all of the staff, every member of the Raiders organization, did John Gruden destroy the trust of everybody associated with the Raiders? Um, well, that I, that's I, tough. I, I I don't know. I I don't. I would hope not. I would hope because if if that's the case, then who would want that job? It was which was. Back to my point. I mean, yeah. uh, I, mean I think I th- I believe that that's a tough that's going to be a tough job. It's going to take somebody. Wow, I don't know I don't, that. That's... I don't think you can associate the new coach with what John Gruden did. And if you do, I think you're doing that new coach a misjustice. And I agree with you. Shouldn't, but you know how you feel and what's right and wrong sometimes aren't the same thing. Right, but I mean it's it's apples to oranges. Yeah. All right, we're not going to get behind, I promise. 7.15, we're going to step aside right here, and we'll come back and and, uh, we'll dive into the Baylor-BYU matchup that's coming up uh, next right here on ESPN Central Texas. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. The scattered showers and a few isolated thunderstorms that are going on right now in central Texas will start to come to an end and we'll all begin to see clearing skies and sunshine this afternoon. Highs top out at 83 degrees. Partly cloudy tonight. We drop to 65 and mostly sunny tomorrow. Should be a beautiful day. It's not going to be humid with a high of 79. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Do you love what you do? Work at SIA LTL Freight and you will. We've been the most elite team in shipping for 95 years and counting by caring for our people like family. So whether you're on the docks or in the driver's seat, when you put on our uniform, you're joining a first-class tradition of excellence. Start your new journey with us today. Visit workatsia.com now. That's workatsia.com. Central Texas horse enthusiasts find a large selection of saddles at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They feature new and used saddles from names like Billy Cook and Cactus. Plus, they also have a large selection of children's saddles. Trade-ins are welcome, and they offer 90 days same as cash. Text 16118 or 22462 to apply. You'll enjoy one-on-one customer service at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Store hours of Monday through Friday, 10 to 6, and Saturday, 10 till are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. Have you heard about the new quesadilla? That's right, quesadilla. Their hottest new food in the country and way cool tacos and tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. Delicious, savory braised beef on a bed of cheese and corn tortilla. Grilled crispy with onions and cilantro and served with a consomme dipping sauce. Way cool tacos in Union Hall, handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. The Premier Gun Range Experience is coming to Central Texas. Republic Gun Club is a unique one-stop shop for those who want a high-quality, memorable experience. Republic Gun Club is the only full-service indoor gun range between Dallas and Austin with a training center, on-site gunsmith, firearm retail, and an event venue. There's no reason to go anywhere else. Special membership rates are available now. Visit republicgunclub.com for more information. Republic Gun Club, your home on the range. Gonna be a long, long time. Touchdown brings me round and get to find. I'm not the man they think I am at home. Oh no, no, no. I'm a rocket man. Rocket man. Oh man, what a great song. What a great song. Elton John, right here on the morning show. It's uh, 19 after 7. Good morning to you and. Man, be careful. Uh, we do have uh, wet streets this morning, so uh, drive safely on your on your way to work. Did I miss something here, Ward White's? What was I? I thought that after the rain moved through, which was the front end of the front, that we would have some cool weather. I was expecting this morning to get up to 55, 60 degrees, and that didn't happen. No, it's balmy out there. Yes, yes, it is. Balmy's a good word to put it. Good way to put it. So. 
I, I thought we were going to have. I'm ready for it. Yeah, me too. Uh, you know, we're only in week seven or eight or whatever it is for the, of the football season. Yeah, I'm ready for that so. little fall snap to hit us. You got it. All right, uh, BYU's coming to town. They're 5-1. and one. They're coming off that loss last week to Boise State, so you know that they want to get back on the right track. It is homecoming for the Bears, and uh, it's a 2-30 kick. Baylor at 5-1, and 3-0 and at home, 2-1 and one on the road. This is a team that's 3-1 and one in conference. And, and Ward, it, it's, you know, this is we're – we're at the halfway point of the season, and at the halfway point of the season, if the Bears go out and get a win – it's a football team that is going to become bowl eligible off of a two and seven season, a two and seven COVID season, I might add, a year ago. Pretty impressive stuff, I would say. Yeah, it's very impressive the the turnaround that they've made. Uh, I I think you look at what this defense has done so far this season. To me, that's that's very impressive. But on the offensive side, the improvement they've made from last year to this year, I think, is the most impressive. And and mostly up front with the offensive line, you know, the improvement there. It's We talk a lot about it's Johnny's and Joe's and not X's and O's, but I think in this case there's a lot of X's and O's involved in it. They've gone to this wide zone offense, brought in a new OC and new court and uh, made made a change at quarterback coach and, you know, did some things, kind of revamped. No, they didn't kind of. They did revamp that offensive staff. And I think it's paid dividends that what they've done. This is an offense that that has an identity. It's an offense that uh, I, I think the players identify with, which could be different, but not in this case. I just think this is the right fit from an offensive point of view. So far, it has been. I mean, and and I think it. You know, there. Look, there's been some times, and and we've you know highlighted a lot of them that that it hasn't looked real good in a couple of games that. You know, they struggled in and, and didn't hold up their end of the bargain. But overall, it seems to be at least trending in the right direction. So so when you come off of a, a game like like Stillwater, Oklahoma State, where they were – I mean, it was probably their – no, it wasn't probably. It was. It was their poorest performance of the season. And then to come back and maybe have com- – when you consider the caliber of competition and what was at stake and conference game and all that, probably their best offensive game. Uh, That's fair. That that says something to me, that, that you're able to, in a seven-day window, get some things fixed and get some things corrected and, and, and have the right physical and mental approach when you when you step on the field. Well, I think the mental thing is the biggest part of that. I And, and the physical thing is there too, but for me – I, I need to see it again because I go back to something I said earlier this week, and and, and I think I said it to you this weekend. I, I don't think that you can look at West Virginia the same way you did a few weeks ago because of the fact that, you know, they got, they got beat by Tech, which we saw last weekend. Tech's not a very good football team contrary to anybody's beliefs just because they beat West Virginia they thought they were trending in the right direction they're not fool me yeah they're not absolutely not and so you look I I think you have to look at West Virginia in a a little bit different light now look it's still a a big 12 football team that is that has had its moments and is a pretty good football team so you have to go out and do the right things to still be able to beat a team like that but I don't think that you can look at that game and say okay 
Baylor is fixed and everything is is rosy. I think there's still work to be done, but I think you're going to learn a lot about this football team, more about this football team this Saturday against a very good BYU team coming in. Uh, again, a year ago, Baylor could not run the football. No, absolutely they couldn't not. run it from me to you, and we're. 18 inches uh, apart against anybody against a bad football team they couldn't run the football so that that is definitely an improvement no matter who they play as a team this year they're averaging six yards a carry led by abram smith who's going to win you football games yes absolutely because we've talked about running the football until we're blue in the face if you can run the football you can win football games period 608 yards for abram smith uh, averaging 100 yards a game and uh, seven touchdowns. I say 100 yards a game. He's averaging 99.5 yards a game. That's 100 in my book. Uh, and he's averaging 7.7 a carry. Ward handed to him twice. You got a first down. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's that simple. Dave Aranda talked about Abram Smith and, and, and what he has done. There is an understatedness about him that I appreciate. There's a toughness about him. Um, that I recognize, I appreciate. There is a um, a tough guy that's a real tough guy um, that's there that I see and appreciate, and I know our whole team does. And so for someone like that um, that does his stuff with uh, his actions and not his words, all for that. I love the end. Yeah. Because <laughs> actions speak louder than words. And he says, hey, he's not a talker. He's he's just a guy that's going to go out and do it. And, and that's you got, who you want. And that's exactly what you want. No question about it. Uh, Bears and BYU Saturday. Again, 2.30 kick. And our show begins with Game Day Live at 10.30, followed by the uh, the uh, the uh, network pregame at, uh, at uh, 12.30. I, and I want to add that, you know, we look at West Virginia in a different light, but you also have to look at Baylor, too, as – Good teams go out and beat the teams they're supposed to. And that was a game that they were supposed to win. Mm-hmm. They were supposed to beat a West Virginia team like that. At and home. they were able to do it. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that this team is is definitely going in the right direction. Well, a month ago we were saying, well, it was Texas Southern. It was well, Texas. Yeah, but that, you know what? That, that was, was on the schedule. But that was fair. Yeah. And, and, but they went out and beat the teams they were supposed to beat. Right. What, what would we have been saying if they'd have lost? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, exactly. So, you, you play who's next on the schedule – and you go do what you're supposed to do, and they've done it five out of six times. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it's pretty good stuff. All right, uh, 726, coming up in a few minutes, we're going to switch gears, talk some Cowboy football. Cowboys on the road. They're going to be in Boston to take on New England. We'll uh, we'll get to that in just a few minutes with RJ Achua. But right now, I want to talk about Mike and the gang over at Waco Beef and Pork Processors, 523 Precision Drive. That's just off Franklin Avenue. It's behind Rosas. It's hard to find. I'm not going to lie to you. It's hard to find. But, man, is it well worth it at 523 Precision Drive. HolySmokedSausage.com is the website. If you're wondering, okay, what do they have? I hear Tom talking about it all the time. What do they have? How can I get it? Well, it's easy. Holy Smoked Sausage. Dot com And here's a phone number, 772-4669. And Mike is, was telling us it is that time. Go ahead. Don't procrastinate. Get it done. Get those Thanksgiving and Christmas orders into them, those turkeys, those hams. I'm thinking, hey, Thanksgiving, do a turkey. Christmas, do a ham. I mean, I think that may be uh, what we do around our house. I don't know. 
Uh, but we got to get that done. Don't procrastinate. Get those turkey and ham orders in. Uh, Mike and the gang started this deal back in 1995, and all you're going to find is top quality at a fair price at Waco Beef and Pork Processors. Award-winning beef brisket, mouth-watering pork, short ribs, uh, black forest ham, top-smoked deli meats and cheeses, world-famous sausage, including the summer sausage, which is absolutely the best summer sausage you'll ever put in your mouth, made right there uh, at Waco Beef and Pork Processors. Restaurant-quality steaks. And, again, I've told you this a million times because I've done it. If you want a particular cut of meat at a particular thickness, all you got to do is call Mike and say, here's what I need, here's what I want. Give him a day or so. And he'll get it done for you, and it'll be ready for you to pick up, and it'll be vacuum packed and sealed, and all that stuff. If you uh, want to put them in the, uh, if you want to put them in the, uh, in the, uh, in the freezer, and maybe cook a couple of them and put the rest in the freezer, you you'll have them. So it is Waco Beef and Pork Processors, five twenty three Precision Drive. Again, the phone number seven seven two four six six nine. Tell Mike you heard it on ESPN. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Prescott in the gun on first down. Only heard here. Prescott with all day going deep. Cooper in the end zone. He caught the ball. All season. What a strike from Dak Prescott to the one-legged Amari Cooper. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the New England Patriots. Live from Gillette Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Patriots Sunday afternoon at 2.30 on ESPN Central Texas. Wings Pizza and Things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years. With over 60 big screens, you're sure to catch all the games. With 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain, we have all your taste buds covered. And don't forget about the made-from-scratch pizzas. But wait, there's more. Try their burgers, fillies, sandwiches, and wraps. Don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Check out the entire menu and specials at wingsandtemple.com or follow them on Facebook. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's home for sports for 15 years. Hey, it's Matt Mosley. NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texas families in the home buying process for 28 years. They're ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or a low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs to help you improve your credit score and get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Call 254-752-1647 or visit nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco helps families of all income levels open the door to home ownership. NeighborWorks Waco, home ownership the right way. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. The Texas Sports Hall of Fame induction class of 2022 includes two Central Texans, Robinson native Susie Snyder Eppers and Coppers Cove Heisman Trophy winner Robert Griffin III, are part of the class along with former Cowboys wide receiver Mike Renfro. It took overtime for the Phoenix Mercury to even the WNBA Championship Series with a 91-86 win over the Chicago Sky. Brittany Griner led the way with 29 points. The Giants host the Dodgers at 8 o'clock tonight to decide who plays Atlanta for the National League pennant. The American League Championship Series starts tomorrow in Houston between the Astros and Red Sox. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. I should have been a cowboy. I should have learned to run. 
changing gears on me, Ward White. We were rocking it out earlier, and now we're, we're going to play both kinds, country and western. That's Toby Keith. <laughs> Welcome back in. This is game time. It is 732 with Tom and Ward. We're glad you're with us. Uh, let's talk some NFL football. Let's welcome into the program from Blogging the Boys and ESPN down in San Antonio. We say hello to RJ Ochoa. Good morning, RJ. How are you? I'm doing great, guys. Uh, should have been a cowboy by Toby Keith was uh, on a VHS that I wore down to the bones. Uh, VHS. It was uh, a 92 Cowboys celebratory VHS tape, and uh, it was at the very end, and uh, I've got a lot of great memories of listening to that, you know, Pining for the day that we'd get a new VHS, or maybe someday even a DVD. Uh, oh, now, now you're getting way out there with those DVDs now. That's pretty good. You know, for that song, it's quite appropriate because the Cowboys are playing New England, and we also have the Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo going on in town, and there will be more rodeo coming up uh, this, uh, I think, tonight through the weekend uh, at, the, at the Extra Co Event Center. And I know, RJ, how much you love to watch a uh, little team rope, and so uh, it, it'll be going on right here uh, in Waco, so come see us. Totally. Uh, looking forward to it and uh, excited. Good times. Uh, this is just the best time of year when all this stuff finally makes its way back. Uh, it certainly helps when all the football results are falling your way, especially if you're a fighting Texas Aggie like I am. I mean, <laughs> what's, what's wrong in life right now? What, what's going on with those guys? They're what, four and two? Hey, I mean, it could be it could be one in five, but as long as they beat Alabama, uh, I'm I'm set for a good one. Oh, that's great. Hey, RJ, before we talk about on the field, let's talk about off the field. The uh, the Gruden thing that has broke. How does, or in your opinion, does it affect the other 31 teams in the in the National Football League? You know, I, I think things like this obviously um, tend to, you know have every NFL team thinking about, you know, what would we do? You know, how, what, what would, what would be our active measure? What would be our protocol? And, you know, I think that's how protocols are invented. And, um, you know, I, I, you know, off, off the field, I mean, it's obviously deplorable. And I think every, every coach and every uh, figurehead and that's involved in an NFL team has come out and, and, and denounced, you know, the, the comments that were, um, laid out in these emails. And, and so, and I think that there's a universal level of agreement that, that what has happened here is, is awful and terrible. And it's so difficult to segue onto the field because th- there are things more important than football. Um, but the, the fact of the matter is that the, the Las Vegas Raiders have 12 games left, you know, and, and four of them are against the NFC East. One of them is against the Dallas Cowboys. And so, you know, I, I think, after we, we rightfully talk about the, the morality of the situation, it becomes a matter of, you know, cause this team had, had looked really good for a little while. You know, is, is, is that team going to be what it was? Is that team, you know, what's their future look like this season? The Cowboys play them on Thanksgiving, I mean, of all, you know, time slots. And so um, I, I certainly think it's got every front office just kind of thinking about things and, and you know, looking at things in a direction that they certainly hadn't before. RJ, I've seen some things on the Cowboys this week that are the Cowboys peaking too soon. I think it's ridiculous. I think this is a team that's, that's playing very well, and, and people are just looking for things to, to uncover for the Cowboys. But in your opinion, is there such a thing as peaking too early, and are the Cowboys teetering on that right now at 4-1? and one? I definitely think it's, it's a thing. I mean, you know, I think back to years past, you know, um, I think it was maybe 2012. The, the Detroit Lions were five and zero through the first five games of the season. They went on to miss the playoffs. I could be wrong on the year there, but 
mean, there's a big difference between the Detroit Lions and, you know, the Dallas Cowboys and, and obviously the players and coaches affiliated with the Dallas Cowboys. And so I, 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 I would honestly say, I mean, it, I think that that's a little bit of revisionist history for, and not history. I mean, we're talking about the last couple of weeks, but you know, the Cowboys were losing to the Panthers at halftime, right? You know, it was, it was touch and go against the Giants until halftime. And so I mean, I think their scores, and, and when you look back on them, like, you know, it, it feels like, you know, from start to finish, they're just on cruise control. And not that these games have been tense, but, you know, I think the last two weeks have really kind of made people look at their season a little bit different. They did lose to the Bucks. They, they barely, you know, beat the Los Angeles Chargers. And so, I mean, they're, they're finding themselves, they're normalizing, and what we're learning is that they're an elite team. But these last three weeks, and I don't say this to take away from the Cowboys, they've played some subpar opponents. I mean, in the Panthers, the Eagles, and the Giants, obviously. And so I, I think that it's a mixture of things. I don't know that they're peaking. I just think that, you know, they outmatch anybody who they're playing as of late. Well, and, and the talking heads, they're talking about the Cowboys or Tampa as the best team in the NFC, and I'm like, you've got way too much free time on your hands. As you pointed out with the Raiders, same thing can be said about the Cowboys. We're five games into this thing. There's a ton of football to be played, and you've got to let it all kind of unfold, don't you, before you before you get ahead of the game like that? You certainly have to, but but I do think that there is a flip side of that coin, and, and I think you're always looking ahead, and, and I think it's difficult not to let your mind run away from you when it comes to the Cowboys, and you know, a lot of people, I think, are surprised. And, and you know, not that I'm uh, a predictor of the future, but this, this made sense when you looked at their schedule uh, because the first two games are always going to be tough it, it, with Tampa and the Chargers, you know, and, and you were always going to be fortunate to get to that one-and-one, one, which they obviously did. But after that, and every week I tweet out the Cowboys' remaining schedule by opposing quarterback because I think that's important. It's obviously the most important player uh, involved, but, you know, the last three quarterbacks they've played, I mentioned the games they've kind of dominated, have been Jalen Hurts, Sam Darnold, and Daniel Jones. This week, it's Matt Jones. After the bye, it's Kirk Cousins, and then Teddy Bridgewater, and Matt Ryan, who's obviously a, a shell of his former self. And, yeah, then you get Patrick Mahomes, although, you know, to that point, the, the, the mighty Chiefs look, look a lot beat, a lot more beatable, at least, than they certainly ever had in the Mahomes era. Then you get Derek Carr. Then it's Jameis Winston. Then it's Taylor Heineke. Then you get Daniel Jones again, Taylor Heineke again. And so it, it's difficult to find a game that they are not supposed to win. And the, the only one you can really say that about is probably the Arizona Cardinals game, which is in week 17. And, and by then it's, it's feasible that the Cowboys would have at least locked up the NFC East. So I, I think it's fair to, to be optimistic, but you're right. I mean, Anything can change. You could, I mean, the Titans lost to the Jets, and, and that could be the Cowboys losing to one of these teams somewhere along the way. Everybody's talking about Ezekiel Elliott and Pollard in, in that one-two punch of theirs, but for me, it's the offensive line. Has this offensive line started coming together quicker than you thought it might? You know, it, it's. I wouldn't say it's come together quicker. It's survived um, and, and, and surprised me in that sense. You know, uh, Tyron Smith has – just been a, a monster this season. Something I wrote this week at our site was uh, five, we, we discussed it, but five things I chose that, that we were wrong about when it comes to the Cowboys this season and, and, and things that we were happy to be wrong about, you know, things that we're pleasantly surprised by. And, and one of them is the elite status of Tyron Smith. And, you know, it's not breaking news to anybody that Tyron is there has been an elite player, but he missed most of last season. And, and there had been stretches, obviously, of his career prior to that where he had missed a lot of time. In fact, you know, Dak Prescott has never played an entire season with Tyron Smith. And 
he's obviously always been very good, but it's he has not been elite like this in a while. And and I, I just that didn't seem practical for me to believe that that was just going to happen because everybody wanted it to. But he had the offseason back surgery, and and he certainly looks well improved. And I think. You know, the Friday after the first game, the Cowboys lose Lyle Collins to a suspension. And it felt like, oh, here it comes. The, the bottom is, is, is coming out for the Cowboys. And so, but Terrence Steele has, has come in and uh, really impressed and, and really kind of made them not skip a beat. And, and that was something that, you know, we were talking about, should the Cowboys kick Zach Martin not to tackle? You know I mean? Like, we were all over the place with this. And Terrence Steele has really kept the floor as high as we wanted it to be. And so that has been surprising to me that they've been able to, you know, be just as efficient despite some some weird things being thrown at their way early on. Obviously, when Collins comes back, there's depth there. But, uh, you know, one of the things that we talk about with, with offensive lines is the continuity, and they've got continuity right now. Do you disrupt that continuity by plugging Collins back in? I think it's a fair question, but I, I think, you know, as great as Terrence Steele has been, I, I do think he returned to Lyell, especially because, you know, I, I would maybe support the argument a little bit more if it was a week-to-week situation, <clears throat> excuse me, but the Cowboys are on their bye this, this coming week, and so they will have that time, so to speak, to transition from Terrence Steele to Lyle Collins. However, I do think the conversation at right tackle for 2022 is, is very different, you know, and is, is at least now a very legitimate conversation when it otherwise wasn't before. How much better is this defense, and is Dan Quinn the the – biggest reason why this defense has turned on a dime to you I, I i don't know you know if you're looking for a point of credit i don't know how it's not dan quinn although you could certainly make you know, if you wanted to say it's trayvon diggs it's trayvon diggs you could say it's michael parsons you could say it's randy gregory i mean this defense is playing like one of the better versions of themselves without their best player in demarcus lawrence which is really inconceivable and somehow the cowboys have managed to pull that off twice in the last eight seasons now uh, Sean Lee tore his ACL before 2014, and, and that defense was really opportunistic. And I think that's what this one is. It's, it's you know they get beat a little bit. You know they they get gassed for some big games, and, and that's really frustrating. But they they are opportunistic in that they generate takeaways, they generate turnovers, they they give their offense short fields to work with. And so you know I, I think for a long time we've all had conversations where we've said things similar to man, can can you just imagine if the, if this Cowboys offense had had an average defense, like if the defense was just average and you know, I, I don't think they're a top five defense, but I think they're like the eighth or ninth best defense. And so, the you know, the improvement on, on our even like most wishful idea uh, is really raising the overall floor of this team and what they're capable of doing. And so it's, it's difficult. I think Dan Quinn has come and, you know, obviously a lot of these players are similar, but there are some new additions and, and some of those are, are superstars like Mike, Micah Parsons. But I think he has just raised the floor and, and kind of just been, and I don't mean this to speak ill of Mike Nolan, but just kind of been an adult in the room and somebody who commands some respect, somebody who's been there and done that, and, and somebody who's, who's simplified things, somebody who, who has them structured to, to do one specific function and, and have everyone trust that if everyone does their specific function, that everything should take care of itself. What what's the story on the New England Patriots? This is a two and three football team, and I know that they're they're trying to figure out quarterback and all that. But in your opinion, what's what's the story? What are you writing about when when you write about New England? You know, I, I think they're they're obviously not who we've all known them to be um, since the internet existed, right? And and that's you know that's a very it's a strange reality still. It's strange to see them you know lose to the Dolphins and things like that. It just doesn't doesn't feel right. Um, but you know, they are a team with a rookie quarterback and I think he has a a promising future and 
They're a team that still has some ability for defensive success, obviously have one of the greatest defensive minds as their head coach. But I think it's just a team that's outmatched in most games. And everybody saw them play the page, or excuse me, the Buccaneers, you know, really, really tight, you know, down to the wire in that game on Sunday Night Football. But I think you could obviously factor in a, a level of emotion that, that was, you know, in influencing that game, you know, both ways for both Tampa and New England. And so I, I think that they can be had. I mean, they're an offense that, that can't score with you. I think their formula is, you know, they're, they're going to have to put together long, methodical drives. They're going to have to score some sort of points on every possession. And they're going to have to force you to, to make some mistakes on defense. And, and the problem is they don't have the skill position, or excuse me, the, the skill players to be able to make that happen. They, you know, don't have the offense to run with most offenses, let alone the Cowboys. And so they're just, you know, they're, they're treading water, which is, is very, very strange. But they are still the New England Patriots. And so in that sense, I do think that they are kind of a moral boost for teams, you know, especially you know, for the Cowboys. It's, let's go to New England. Let's beat Bill Belichick. And, you know, that might not you know, actually be the same as it used to be. Um, but I do think it is an important box that the Cowboys need to check off because they haven't beaten this team since 1996. Does it feel like that Mike McCarthy has got out of the way of Kellen Moore and let him do his own thing, or has Mike McCarthy's influence changed Kellen Moore to make him a a more consistent play caller? I certainly believe that there is, is a level of collaboration. I mean, obviously Mike McCarthy's had a lot of success in the NFL on the offensive side of the ball and as a play caller, but but I absolutely believe that that he is really you know through the through the last few years and, and obviously his ousting in Green Bay. Um, he humbled himself or been humbled rather uh, to the point that he understands, you know, delegating certain responsibilities. And I, I think that people misconstrue that as, you know, laziness. You see that take a lot that Mike McCarthy's lazy, that he, he leaves, you know, this to that person and that to this person and whatever. But I mean, that's, that's a difficult thing to do is, is to, to stay out of the way. I, I do think he's at this point kind of managing everything. And, and part of what great managers and great delegators do is, is trust and lead um, other people to have certain responsibilities. And obviously, Kellen Moore has, has a very important one as the Cowboys offensive coordinator. Uh, but, but I certainly believe that McCarthy is involved in, in the overall process. But yeah, I mean, I think he deserves a lot of credit for handing the reins over and, and not, you know, you know, not being that chef that checks in and makes sure that he's adding the right amount of salt, the right amount of, you know, cumin or whatever the case may be, because a lot of head coaches do act that way. RJ, uh, what are you working on for Blog of the Boys? You know, uh, we're, we're getting ready for the bye week, obviously. It's, it's strange to, to kind of think about how quickly it approached. And uh, just, you know, I, I mentioned that, that article I wrote, trying to figure out, you know, okay, we certainly believe this is a possibility. We've got a few articles coming out on this idea. But what, what were we wrong about? What were we right about? What, what makes sense and what is an aberration here? Because this Cowboys team obviously looks like it has the potential to do some serious damage this season. And so we want to properly be able to contextualize that over the break and, and really be able to look down the stretch. I mentioned the quarterbacks are playing and, and you know, our expectations have changed. So we're, we're in the process of identifying what they should be, what's fair, what's not fair, uh, and, and what parade route the Cowboys should take when they win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Ah, that one caught me off guard. RJ, as always, it is a pleasure. Thanks so much for your time, and we'll talk to you soon. 
Thanks a lot, guys. Have a great weekend. <laughs> See you later. RJ Achua from Blogging the Boys. And, uh, yep, he just jinxed it. Yeah, that's it of that deal. Hey, uh, one quick note here uh, from our CNC Collision Center text line uh, uh, from the 903. How does this affect, you know, back to the John Gruden thing, how does this affect Gruden's uh, Hall of Fame uh, chances? Number one, I'm not sure that John Gruden was a Hall of Fame-er, if you, if you will. But number two, it, that, that ship sailed. It's done. It's over with. If, if they're ripping your name off the stadium right now in, in Tampa, uh, you're, you're not going into the Hall of Fame. No, there, there's no way that he's even a consideration no, now. No, it's, that ship has sailed. See you later. All right, uh, 748. We're a dozen minutes away from 8 o'clock, and we're going to talk about the, some of the other games that are going on in the Big 12. We'll do that for you here in just a couple of minutes. What a Mentioned that we are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ramp. Yeah, we always have been. Game time. Uh, I mean, you can go back oh, 20, 30 years. Game time has always been brought to you by our good friends at Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ramp, Fiat. We are in the Alan Samuels studios, uh, Ward White and I, and we're glad you're with us here on this uh, Thursday morning commute to work. We're at two, uh, Alan Samuels is at 201 West Loop 340, right down from Highway 84. If you want to check out the vehicles, they love to have you. If you want to check them out online, you can certainly do that as well. AlanSamuelsDCJ.com. That's AlanSamuelsDCJ.com. You know, it's rodeo time, and why not? You know, why not? Why not check out the new uh, Ram fifteen hundred quad cab Lone Star edition? That is that. I mean, rodeo, new truck, kind of go hand in hand, don't they? That's why Ram truck owners are the most loyal to the brand. Ram trucks are engineered to bring confidence under the toughest road conditions with impressive towing capacity, payloads, and load stability. They also offer comfort levels that exceed the demands of the daily driving. It's That's just one of the great vehicles. And the Ram truck is just a phenomenal, phenomenal vehicle. But And you can check it out right now at Alan Samuels uh, Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Again, they're at 201 West Loop 340. You know what? Ted Teague and his staff are gonna are gonna they're gonna make the buying process so much fun, and then afterwards they're gonna provide you with unbelievable service that you're gonna say to yourself, you know what? As long as I live in this community, I'm buying my vehicles from Ted Teague and the group at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 201 West Loop 340. Your friend in the car business. ESPN Central Texas, talking sports live and local. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Ward Whites and me every weekday morning from 7 until 9 as we talk high school, college, and the NFL. John Morris will be here at 3 p.m., and then it's the Matt Mosley Show weekday afternoons 4 to 6. It's local sports talk, just the way you like it, and it's right here on ESPN Central Texas. Your hometown. This is our house. Home team. Always a thrill when the home team takes the thanks to Bill. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life, member FDIC. 
Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. When it comes to automotive collision repair, there is a difference in a business certified by the major auto manufacturers and one that's not. Beebrick Collision Care Center is a certified repair shop by Chrysler, Ford, General Motors, Hyundai, Kia, Nissan, and Subaru. Their list of services include collision repair and refinishing, structural repair and frame straightening, paintless dent repair, and full automotive detailing. Family owned since 1962, Beebrick Collision Care Center, 1515 LaSalle Avenue in Waco. Walk-On Sports Bistro in Waco, a place where over-the-top enthusiasm and culture is the daily norm. Come watch your game with us and enjoy mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine. Prepare fresh enough from scratch kitchen. Enjoy wings, burgers, po'boys, seafood, and alligator. And don't forget the Boom Boom Shrimp. Happy hour Monday through Friday, 3 to 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. till close. And all day Sunday, Walk-On Sports Bistro in Waco. Check us out online at locations.walk-ons.com. Walk-Ons in Waco, where everyone is treated like family. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. At CMC Auto Group, we have always strived to carry the highest quality pre-owned inventory in town. All vehicles serviced, checked out, oil changed, and ready to drive daily. At CMC Auto Group, Central Texans are our customers, and Central Texans are who we strive to please. Great local financing available with incredibly low interest rates. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. Tina and Claire, tell them where. CMCAutoGroup.com Say habla espanol. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. The Texas Sports Hall of Fame induction class of 2022 includes two Central Texans, Robinson native Susie Snyder Eppers and Coppers Cove Heisman Trophy winner Robert Griffin III are part of the class along with former Cowboys wide receiver Mike Renfro. It took overtime for the Phoenix Mercury to even the WNBA championship series with a 91-86 win over the Chicago Sky. Brittany Griner led the way with 29 points. The Giants host the Dodgers at 8 o'clock tonight to decide who plays Atlanta for the National League pennant. The American League Championship Series starts tomorrow in Houston between the Astros and Red Sox. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 
Six minutes now, shy of 8 o'clock. If you're an 8 o'clocker, you've got six minutes. Hurry up. Hurry up. Hurry up. All right. Uh, quickly, uh, we, we mentioned, we talked uh, this morning about Baylor and BYU as the Bears step out of conference play uh, for a uh, non-conference homecoming game with the, with the Cougars. Elsewhere in the league this week, I think there's a couple of intriguing games. The two most intriguing games for me, uh, Oklahoma State and Texas down in Austin. That's an 11 o'clock kickoff. I think the Longhorns have got that 11 a.m. slot reserved, Ward. I mean, they that's like four weeks in a row or something like that that they've been in that 11 a.m. window. Yeah, that's that's got to be tough. Good for them. Yeah, <laughs> Tech and uh, elsewhere it's Tech and at Kansas. Uh, the other game that I'm intrigued by is Iowa State and Kansas State. I, I, again, we talked about this yesterday. Man, we just haven't said much about Iowa State and Kansas State. It's almost like they've been non-existent after uh, after Baylor took care of Iowa State, and you know they're one and one of the league, and K State's zero and two, and. So I mean, there's just hasn't been a lot of conversation about uh, about the Cyclones and the uh, Wildcats. Well, you know, they both drop out of the top 25, and those things tend to happen. Yep. And then the other uh, the other game in which now becomes an intriguing game is is TCU at Oklahoma against the Sooners. So, you know, they're going to be in Norman, and, or no, I beg your pardon. Uh, yeah, they're going to be in Norman, and uh, that will be the 6:30 ABC game coming up. On uh, Saturday, Oklahoma coach uh, Lincoln Riley said Tuesday that he does not plan on naming a starting quarterback for Saturday's game against the Frogs. First of all, I, I believe right now today on Thursday that he knows who the starter is. I, I, I believe that. What is the purpose of not naming that starter? To make Gary Patterson prepare for both players. But internally, that's it. it. don't you agree that internally the coaches, the players, they know. And I'm not saying Spencer uh, Rattler's not getting snaps with the first team. I'm not saying that at all. But I I, I think that that they're going with the freshmen, and I think that they knew that when they got on the bus to leave to drive back to Norman on Saturday night. I don't know. I I think there was probably a – a, a big decision to be made in his head, and he had to try to figure out, okay, what's the best for us moving forward? And he also has to see, you know, I I don't think that he could have just said, well, we got found a new quarterback. I mean, he could, but he also has to see how the players respond in a non-fandom um, atmosphere. In other words, in the meeting room. Mm-hmm. In in the workout room, in the weight room, on the field in practice, how did the players respond there? Because that gives you a true feeling. Well, everybody's going to respond l- when look, the stands are full. Th- this wasn't just about Oklahoma and Texas. This has been a theme all year that the offense has underperformed. I mean, it has been. I mean, you're in a 16-13 game against, as you now point out, a not very good West Virginia team at home. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you struggled offensively. This guy comes in and sparks you. He he's he accounts for three hundred yards of offense himself. What's the debate? I, I again, it's how the team responds in 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 a non um, in in, in, a, in a non environment, and it's also look it, Spencer Rattler was not good because the people around him were not good. I mean, that's part of it, too. Then why was Williams good? Well, I, that's that's a great Same question. Same people. But, they, but you could tell, if you put the film on, you could tell that it 
maybe it's just the spark. Maybe it's just they believe in that guy more. I don't know. So I'll go back and ask you, what's the debate? Well, it's, <laughs> the debate is who's the better quarterback overall? And, Who gives you the best know. chance to win? Yeah, and I don't know the answer to that. I'm not there. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, and, and that's what Lincoln Riley's looking at. I mean, he's he's trying to figure out. Now, look, to be fair, the team was not responding to Spencer Rattler before. So, are, are they all of a sudden going to respond to him in practice? Probably not, but that's what he's looking at. That's what, I'm, that's what I was saying. The whole, it, It's not just that one game. It's the whole body of work. They've struggled offensively for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. All right, we got to go. It's 7.59. Speaking of, let's continue our conversation on the Big 12. John Morse has got today's Baylor Sports Beat program. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor Volleyball, number 11 in the nation, back in action tonight in Big 12 play, hosting Kansas in the Farrell Center. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. After my first car accident, I feared the biggest damage would be to my wallet. I expected a mountain of bills and a long, drawn-out process. But my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent was there when I needed her and helped me get back on my feet and in my car in no time. Instead of a hassle, I got reassurance and a quick recovery. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to find an agent who's there when you need them most. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Baylor University is where lights shine bright. So, let there be light. Let there be roommates and teammates, scholarship and championships. Let there be fresh starts and new traditions, fast friendships and lasting impacts. Let there be laughter. Let there be joy. Let there be light. Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Now, doing his part in preparing champions for life, here's the voice of the Bears. And back on today's Baylor Sports Beat, Baylor Volleyball ranked number 11 in the nation. In action tonight and tomorrow on the floor in the Farrell Center, hosting the Kansas Jayhawks. Baylor sitting at 9-4 and four on the season. They are 3-1 and one in Big 12 conference play. KU comes in 11-6. and six. They are 3-3 three and three in the conference. Here's Baylor volleyball coach Ryan McGuire on the matchup with the Jayhawks. Yeah, you know, the, the Big 12 is so much better this year. Like, I think we'll get seven teams, you know, six or seven will make it to the tournament this year. That's a lot different than just two last year. And so uh, I think a lot of them just with COVID were overcoming things. But, you know, Kansas great team program. You know, they've been in the Final Four too, so they know what it takes. Uh, they're good at a lot of positions. You know, they're running their slides well. Both their outside hitters, uh, good ball control kids, but leapers with heavy arms. So uh, they can they can swing away and hit the ball. Uh, you know, this will be a team that's, um, you know, maybe like Florida where they're active in the middle. So they got some really active middles that can, can uh, 
dice you up really good. So, uh, Big 12 is it's it's going to be competitive, um, you know, for all the teams, all these matches. You know, I, I don't think you're seeing any too many sweeps. If you have, it's the team that won the first, you know, gets swept the second. So it's not like 3-0, uh, 3-0 in and out. So uh, a lot more battles expected, which is great. You know, that's you find out who you are and when when those battles. So Kansas is good. They're really good. Ryan McGuire in Baylor Volleyball hosting Kansas tonight at 6, tomorrow at 5 in the Farrell Center. Tonight, the match on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Plus. Tomorrow's match on ESPNU. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. One hot bullfight continues to be a hit, so we're bringing it back to the heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo this year. Watch nine of the country's best freestyle bullfighters take their minute in the ring with the Mexican fighting bull. Who will emerge victorious? Witness the battle yourself on October 17th in the Extra Code Coliseum. Learn more and get your tickets at hotfair.com today. All right, welcome back in. This is game time. It's uh, a Thursday morning, cloudy skies. And is there more rain? Are we expecting more rain today? It certainly looks like at any minute we could we could get a little uh, we could get a little shower going on. Uh, drive safely if, you, if you're out and about this morning. Time and Ward, it is the morning show. This is game time from ESPN Central Texas, and we are presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. We uh, and our eight o'clock hour is brought to you by VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. They are currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All of those openings start at seventeen dollars an hour or more, and you can apply for those jobs at 7601 Imperial Drive. All right, uh, let's let's talk a little high school football. Ward, uh, I, I know that uh, – do you, look, the Temple Belton thing is, is a big robbery. We all know that. Is this a game that you get jazzed up for as a broadcaster? Is this one you look forward to and you kind of circle and go, you know what, I love this game because of the, what, what it means to, to the county or whatever? Uh, yeah, I, I I think so. I mean, it's a it's a fun game. It's a game where both sides are going to be completely full, maybe standing room only. Uh, we've seen that before uh, in the past couple of years. Uh, this is a game that went to triple overtime. One of the best games that I've had the opportunity to to call, and one of the best games I've had the opportunity to to watch. To be quite honest about it, um, so uh, these two teams pair to each other pretty well. So. Uh, I, yeah, I, I think you'd have to not love the game of football, not to get jazzed up for a game like this. And, uh, and again, that this one's going to be a fun one and it'll be over on our sister station, Fox sports, central Texas. You got the, uh, the pregame at seven and the kickoff at seven thirty-four. What's this game in your mind come down to? I mean, I, we, we've heard the old cliche, you throw out the records because both teams are going to get flat, get after for, for a rivalry game such as Temple Belton, because, I mean, this truly is one of those uh, one of those type games. 
for a rivalry game like this, what does this game come down to in your opinion? Uh, who can calm down the quickest? Who can get back on the, the side of just doing their job offensively and defensively? Who can withstand the first punch and, and keep, can keep going because you're going to have that? Uh, can you eliminate the big plays from keeping momentum on the other sideline? But I, I think it, you know, the first step is, hey, just calm down and breathe and go about your business because it's going to take a little while. When you look up and, you know, these are these are young men playing playing the uh, greatest game ever. But when you look up in the stands, I don't care what stadium you're in, if those stands are full, mm -hmm. it gets you kind of going. Yeah. And, and so you've got to be able to calm down and withstand that that first few minutes of the ball game. You know, there's another uh, rivalry game, and, and it, it, it doesn't have the same – pizzazz this year that it that it has in years past and that is Waco and Midway and we'll have that game right here on ESPN uh, Friday night uh, tomorrow night from Waco ISD Stadium a lot of things going on at the stadium uh, but you know I, I'm excited for this game for a totally different reason and here's the deal both of these teams and both of these coaching staffs deserve to have a win I mean let's just be honest and one of them is going to get that on Friday night, and it may be Waco or it may be Midway. I mean, I don't know. But whoever wins the game, you feel good for those guys. Now, you still feel bad for the other guys because nobody wants to go through a football season. You know, and right now they're both 0-6, and and you can and I, I think on, bo in, on both sides, for different reasons, you can kind of see the gap closing a little bit. Uh, but you, 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 you actually want to see kids succeed. And that's what this is about. One of them will on Friday night and get that first win. And you're excited for that group. You're excited for those coaches. You're excited for those players and, and all the hard work that they put in it, whether it's Midway or whether it's Waco. And to me, that's what the game will be about Friday night. Well, and, and you say it doesn't have the same pizzazz. And I, and I get the direction that you're going because both of these teams are struggling a little bit. But I think that that maybe amps it up a little bit because of both of them are clawing and fighting for mm -hmm. a win. Uh, and trying to get on track and, and trying to get, you know, that taste of victory. Uh, and so with both teams being in the same situation, like if one team was having a good season or even a mediocre season and the other team was having a bad season, yeah. I think that takes the salt out of it. But with both teams kind of in the same boat, I think that adds a little more to it, really. And it might. You, you very well may be right. Uh, and, and I think – I don't know this. I mean, I, I may be speaking a little out of turn, but I think both staffs respect each other, and I think they're pulling for each other. Now, obviously, they won't be on Friday night at 730, but I, I think that they're both, you know, look, they understand what this is about, and I think I think they're both supportive of each other to, 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 to a certain degree. You know, I mean, <laughs> they're not going to help each other with game plans this week, but uh, I, I think they, they both – both staffs understand where both programs are right now. Yeah, probably so. And that's part of the coaching profession. You, you respect what, what they're going through and what they're trying to do. Uh, but you certainly, when you line up in between the lines on Friday night, you want to you wanna beat them no matter what and no matter how much you respect them. Uh, but you're right. They, they do both understand what they're going through and have empathy for both you know, hey, we know what you're doing because we're going through the same thing. Or, you know, you can look at other coaches' staffs, and when they look across the field or, you know, get ready to play somebody that, that's struggling, they probably, more times than not, have been there before, so they understand what they're going through as well. 
there's it's just a, part of the profession. There, there's another rivalry in Bell County. That it, it's a it, it, boy. It is a huge football game because it's a rivalry. It's a huge football game because there's there's playoff seating involved in this, and that is Rogers and Lexington. This is going to be a doozy. I'm telling you straight up, this will be a good football game. You got two teams that are playing very well right now, and then you're right when you're get to this point in the season. You're jockeying for position because you know there's there's certain districts out there and and you know you're involved in one yourself and and I'm involved in one uh, by being able to to see the games unfold each and every week that you want to be in a certain position at the end mm-hmm. because there's certain teams out there that you just don't want to face in the first round. There's pairings yeah involved in that in you, week you, eleven that you, you don't, don't want any part of do you, at all and and, and maybe even you know, going on the other side because of schools with enrollment, you want to make sure that you get in region one instead of region two because of the path that one or the other may have for you is much more rocky. Big school, little school type thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Uh, And and there's another rivalry that is going to be, uh, that's going to play out this weekend, uh, Friday night, and that is West and Whitney. And we're going to talk to, uh, to uh, Coach David Woodard of the West Trojans uh, at the bottom of the hour about that one. So we'll save that one. We'll talk a little bit about that one uh, coming up uh, at the bottom of the hour. Uh, we did have another note on our CNC Collision Center text line. And uh, from the 254, it says, Isn't it possible that this is about the future, i.e., being able to redshirt the freshman? So do you turn to Spencer Rattler? because you're looking to potentially redshirt the freshman quarterback, possibly. But, man, in today's, in today's football, it's about today. If this kid can help you win football games and a championship and get you into the tournament today, that's the path that he's going to take. Yeah, I'm, I, but I think it's a valid question, too, though. I mean, you can look at that guy and say, look, Spencer Rattler is going to the NFL next year. you know. And if that's the case and you want to keep this guy for a few years, well – you know, maybe that's an option for you. That's something he's going to have to weigh out and figure out because uh, the, it, it is a very slippery slope because you have to win in today's game to be able to hang around. Now, that doesn't mean that if, you know, Lincoln Riley doesn't get to the college football playoffs that OU is going to say, hey, we're going a different direction. I don't believe that at all. I, I think he's pretty much set in stone there as long as he wants to be and as long as he wins a few ball games. But, I mean, it's, I think it's a valid point. The other side of the coin is, though, in the transfer portal age that we live in now, mm-hmm. you know, if, if something hurts his feelings, is, is he going to jump in the portal? Well, and to me – And that's unfortunate for coaches yeah. to have to think about that, but it's reality. Two, two things from, from my seat. Number one, the future's now. I I just don't think you – I mean, yeah, you can you can plan long-term, but I, I think it's about now. And number two, I think if this is the best guy to give you a chance to win this year and you don't play him, you've just – you've done your football team of 2021 a disservice, in my opinion. I, if this is the guy – and you know what? The coach, the coaching staff, and the football team know who the guy to lead them is. We don't. I mean, and you've talked about that a little bit this morning. but And that's why I think it's funny that he's not naming a, a starting quarterback. And you, you make a valid point that he's, you know, he's just putting that on, 
on the TCU staff to say, hey, look, you better be ready for both, and you probably ought to be ready for both anyway, no matter who starts. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't mean just because one of them runs out there for that's the first right. series that the other one's not going to show up that's, in the third or fourth series. And we're talking about Lincoln Riley, and I would be highly surprised if they didn't. I mean, look, I mean, look at the two point conversion thing. He, he benches the quarterback. The freshman leads him, and then when the two-point conversion comes up, hey, Spencer, oh, by the way, go get that two-point conversion, and he did. Well, and, and there's a, a bigger reason other than – he, he well, there's a couple of reasons. Well, he, point, he knows the two-point conversion package. There you go. He, he, he had been running the two-point conversion that he felt that, hey, this is what we want to do. Spencer's done this a thousand times. Yeah. Run him out there. Let's get this done. Yeah. Let's go get this two-point conversion. So, I, I think that's part of it. The other part of it was, you know, you threw the defense off just a little bit. Hey, what? wait a minute. What is this guy coming in here for? And you wanted to keep that guy involved, too. And you, you didn't want him to just check out completely. Because, look, you may need him. Even, even if you're going to go the other route, you know, knock on wood for, for, for him. But, you know, what happens if? hamstring or any you know anything happens well, look you, you saw, better keep spencer rattler involved you saw it here in waco last saturday west virginia not once but twice once in each half gave a series to the backup quarterback mm -hmm. and it was it was a scripted situation uh i was a little surprised when i look up and see a backup quarterback in, but I don't think they were. They, I mean, this, this was part of their deal, and you very well could see that on Saturday. You could see a set of plays in a series that is Spencer Rattlers, but the rest of them belong to the freshmen. Again, I'll just tell you, they know who the starting quarterback is. The team knows, the coaches know, and the head coach knows. Uh, and, and He's going to do – He's gonna. they're going to pencil in the guy that gives them the best chance to win, and I don't care what his classification is. If it's that freshman, he's playing. If it's Spencer Rattler, he's playing. And I just don't see any other way that the freshman doesn't play. He's the guy that gave him the spark. You talked about it. They got a spark out of him. He throws for 300 yards. He brings him back. Biggest comeback. All that stuff. He, You know what? Now, he may go lay an egg this Saturday against TCU, but that's what he did Saturday – with an offense, as you pointed out, that has really kind of spit and sputtered the entire season. Yeah, and and so that you, you've got to be able to understand, you know, the process that they have to go through to make sure that they continue down the right path with him, and 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 make sure that everybody stays checked in with him. And so, you know, I I get what Lincoln Riley's doing and what he's saying. I, I don't have a problem with it, mm -hmm. you know. And then some of the media is up in arms about, you know, <laughs> why is he not naming that? Well, you know, one, it's really none of your business. <laughs> he didn't have to. No. <laughs> There's no rule that says, hey, you get a depth chart. No. <laughs> but they, trust me, they know the depth chart. <laughs> oh, I think so. I mean, I don't I don't know why he wouldn't. I mean, there there may still be some things that he wants to look at and, and you know – May may want to look at TCU on film a little bit more. What what you pointed it out? What gives me the best chance to win? Yeah, and you know certain things that the defense does may say, "Hey, I, I need Spencer Rattler in here at this point." And, and here's what you don't want as we get ready for the break: you don't want the freshman to go out and not play well, and then you have to take him out, and now you're going back and forth, back and forth. No, who's the because the quarterback by. Nature of the position 
is typically the leader on the football team, Mm -hmm. and everybody's got to circle the wagon around that guy. So if you're making a change, it is a big decision. I don't think you can. I don't think you can teeter back and forth. Do you? No, I don't. I, I I don't think you can go back and forth. And and again, I I'm a big advocate. If you've got two quarterbacks, you've got none. I just don't. I don't think you can run an offense to its best capabilities when you're trotting two guys out there. I just don't. I haven't seen it work yet. So. All right, uh, it is uh, 8 19, 19 minutes after 8 o'clock. Hey, don't forget the Premier Gun Range experience is coming to Central Texas and coming soon. We're talking about Republic Gun Club, a unique one-stop shop for those who want a high-quality, memorable experience. Republic Gun Club is the only full-service indoor gun range between the DFW Metroplex and Austin with a training center, an on-site gunsmith, firearm retail, an event venue. There's no reason whatsoever ward whites to go anywhere else special membership rates are available right now and you can visit republicgunclub.com for more information that's republicgunclub.com republic gun club your home on the range don't forget the grand opening it's coming up a week from saturday october the 23rd i believe we're going to be out there broadcasting live should be a lot of fun and uh waco axe presents uh some axe throwing and i i i think you and i ought to do a demo when it comes to that axe throwing I, I think we'd be good at it. Everybody out do, of the way. Do they have? I'm left-handed. Do they have a left-handed axe where I can? Probably, yeah. Yeah, because you know, I always every time I went bowling, ask them if it's in back. Yeah, every time I went bowling, I kept asking for the left-handed bowling ball, and you know, it's I don't know. Uh, they also are going to have uh, food trucks, uh, ice cream truck, face painting. That'd be fun. Uh, live music from uh, from Sloppy Joe, great band. Uh, the uh, first 100 guests are going to get goodie bags filled with some swag and. All kinds of stuff. So, hey, make plans to come join us. It'll be October the 23rd. We'll be there the grand opening all day long at uh, Republic Gun Club. So, check them out. Hi, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Patriots head coach Bill Belichick gives a scouting report on the Cowboy offense in advance of Sunday's showdown in New England. You'll hear from the coach after this. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family, and it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. Whether you're getting ready to purchase a home, setting up a college fund for your kids, or preparing for retirement, you're working hard to live a life you love. And you deserve peace of mind knowing your home, loved ones, and future are protected. At SWBC, we can help you assess your personal situation and create a customized solution to make sure you're prepared for whatever life throws your way. Visit SWBC.com to learn about your mortgage, insurance, and wealth management options today. That's SWBC.com. The Cowboys offense leads the NFL in total yards and is second in points scored. Sunday they take on the Patriots in New England and Bill Belichick keeps praise on the Dallas attack and in particular offensive coordinator Kellen Moore. They're balanced. They're good at everything. I think Moore is one of the better offensive coordinators that we faced. Does a good job. It's not just the players. They have a good scheme. They're well balanced. They do a lot of things that complement not just runs and passes. It's 
passes that complement other passes, runs that complement other runs, runs that complement passes. That's everything. Put a lot of stress on the defense. The Patriots are top five in total defense and points allowed, so Sunday's game in Foxborough could be lower scoring than what we've seen the first five games of the Cowboys season. With the boys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. The Bears stepping out of Big 12 play this week for a homecoming matchup with the BYU Cougars. 12.30 for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 2.30 kickoff with John, JJ, and Ricky. Baylor. Brigham Young on homecoming in Waco this Saturday here on the flagship station for Baylor football, ESPN Central Texas. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. The scattered showers and a few isolated thunderstorms that are going on right now in Central Texas will start to come to an end and we'll all begin to see clearing skies and sunshine this afternoon. Highs top out at 83 degrees. Partly cloudy tonight. We drop to 65 and mostly sunny tomorrow. Should be a beautiful day. It's not going to be humid with a high of 79. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. You're invited to experience the best carnival in Central Texas at the Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo this October. Grab the whole family and come down for fun games, thrilling rides, and all the fair favorite foods. Don't miss the opportunity to make memories that will last a lifetime. On Tuesday, October 12th, for only $20, get unlimited rides, carnival armband, and gate admission. You can also get your tickets at hotfair.com today. We can't wait to see you there. Searching for popular jewelry at affordable prices? Do yourself a favor and check out Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Ponds. Large selection of men's and women's gold, silver, and stainless steel jewelry. Their inventory includes rings, necklaces, chains, bracelets, and earrings, plus jewelry for the western crowd and biker enthusiasts. Stainless steel jewelry starts at $19.99. Also, they offer 90 days same as cash. Text 16118 or 22462 to apply. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, 254-662-4803. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. Have you heard about the new Korean barbecue taco? That's right. Way Cool Tacos and Tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. The mouth-watering Korean barbecue taco. Caramelized bulgogi beef, Asian slaw, cilantro with sriracha lime and mayo served on a flour tortilla. Way Cool Tacos and Tamales in Union Hall. Handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. Corporate retirement has a lot of moving parts, and putting together a thorough plan takes careful preparation. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I've spent a lot of time thinking about retirement planning from the perspective of employees and employers. We'd like to build a relationship with you and help you chart a path toward your financial goals. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC.
825. Welcome back into the program. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and you on this uh, Thursday morning. All right, Ward, big game coming up tonight. I'm talking big game coming up tonight. It is for all the marbles to move on to the National League Championship Series. It's the Giants. It's the Dodgers. It's in San Francisco. Who do you like? Oh, boy. <laughs> I want the Dodgers, so I'll go with uh, I'll go with the Dodgers. So you're taking L.A., and, and so am I. I just think, you know, this is a team that has kind of been through some of these things, and I think they can go on the road. And, and make no mistake about it, it's going to be tough because they're not exactly uh, – well, they're not a hundred percent. No, and they're no, absolutely, they haven't been. They have. I mean, you know, without Max Muncy, I mean, mm-hmm. Muncy's been a, a huge, huge part of their offense uh, this season. But uh, and hopefully, if they can get past the the Giants, they can get him back for the NLCS. We'll see. Uh, there was, in fact, I thought there was some conversation about him being back for the uh, for the divisional series, but that didn't happen. So hopefully, Muncy can get back if they win. Uh, Dave Roberts, the skipper, who I really like as their manager. I, I I just think he he has this ability to to make the right decisions 99% of the time and he's done a heck of a job with that club but he he talked about this series and and this in coming down to game 5 I like the way that our guys have been there so I think the emotions um that we'll be able to manage I think is great I love our players and now I think it's just going out there and um executing a plan offensively uh, preventing runs from Julio to the guys behind him, um, and doing enough to win a ball game, and uh, it's it's fun that you know all that we've gone through both sides comes down to one game. One game, I mean, you've played 160 plus, and it, it, your your season depends on nine innings of baseball, and you know what. And you can talk about momentum and all that stuff and home field and all that stuff. Here's here's how this thing's going to roll. Whoever pitches the best for nine innings is going to win the baseball game. That's playoff baseball. That is playoff baseball. So, uh, it'll be fun to watch. And then, then you get to your championship series, your AL and your NL championship series, and the, uh, the Astros – will uh, take on the Boston Red Sox on the American League side, and the winner of this one will get Atlanta, uh, and uh, that'll get going this weekend. But uh, Boston and, and, and the Astros tomorrow night. So, man, if you're a baseball fan, this is good stuff for you. So I uh, don't think I won't be glued to the television tonight watching the Dodgers and the San Francisco Giants. All right, it is uh, 829. Stay with us. we got more of game time coming up in just a couple of minutes. We're, uh, we're going to get to... We're going to get to David Woodard, the head coach of the West Trojans. We'll visit with Coach Woodard next here on ESPN Central Texas. Waco Lions football on ESPN Central Texas. This Friday night, the Waco Lions are back home at Waco ISD Stadium as they host the Midway Panthers. Our coverage of Waco High football begins at 7 o'clock with the pregame show. We'll have the kickoff and all the action at 7.30. Following the game, it's the Friday night high school football scoreboard show presented by Southwest Sports Medicine. Don't miss Waco and Midway this Friday night at 7 o'clock here on ESPN Central Texas. 
Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Come join us. Howmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Howmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Howmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Howmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to howmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. The 2021 Ram brand just received first place in the prestigious J.D. Power's initial quality study. The Dodge brand finished second to Ram, and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator is first among all midsize trucks. Quality and Ram Power Days, only at Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco. Come by. Let's be friends. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday, 6 to 8, and Saturday, 8 to 5. It took overtime for the Phoenix Mercury to even the WNBA Championship Series with a 91-86 win over the Chicago Sky. Brittany Griner led the way with 29 points. The Texas Sports Hall of Fame induction class of 2022 includes two Central Texans, Robinson native Susie Snyder Eppers and Coppers Cove Heisman Trophy winner Robert Griffin III are part of the class along with former Cowboys wide receiver Mike Renfro. Tom Brady and the defending champion Buccaneers are in the limelight tonight as they visit Philadelphia for NFL's Thursday Night Football. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 8:33. Welcome back into the program. Game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Let's talk some high school football. Let's welcome in the uh, head coach of the West Trojans, David Woodard. Coach, good morning. We appreciate your time today. Good morning. Oh my, uh, you got us okay? I do. You uh, there now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we. I don't know. I don't know what happened there, but that was uh, that was interesting. Hey, l- there's a lot of big ball games coming up uh, in Central Texas. None. You know, yours is 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 right in there with them. Talk about this rivalry and, and what kind of rivalry it is with with the Whitney Wildcats. You know, it's uh, it is a pretty big rivalry with us. Uh, you know, uh, uh, we seem to always be in a district with them, play them in every sport. Uh, our kids play a lot together during the summer, and they, they play against each other in, in, in seven on seven and summer basketball. And so, you know, it's one of those things that uh, 
it seems like we always see each other and and always been around each other and and uh, you know you know each time you know we each want to win really bad and so it's just kind of cultivated itself over the years and and to be one of those uh, you know pretty close close distance rivalries. So, Coach, when you look at uh, Coach Bird's team, uh, what, what do you see in, in those Whitney Wildcats? Is it a typical Whitney football team? You know, they're really good, and, and they do so many things that, that, that give themselves, put themselves in opportunities to be successful. You know, offensively, they're, uh, they're in a ton of formations. They move people around. Uh, they do a great job of just taking whatever you give them. And, uh, you know, defensively, they, they do a great job of taking away what you do best. And I, and I think uh, – you know that the coaches over there, Coach Bird and his staff, do a great job with uh, with putting their kids in, in the best position they can to be successful each Friday night. And so, uh, you know, it, it's going to be a tough task for us, and, and you know, we're going to have to execute really, really well to you know to give ourselves a good chance. I mean, I, I look at this thing and you go, "Where's the season gone?" But we're kind of getting deep into this thing now. And uh, do you feel like you're playing your best football right now? Is is we're uh, very much deep into to district play? You know, we seem like we're getting better each and every week. Uh, we, we, we're, you know, I don't think any coach will ever say they're exactly where they want to be, and there's always things we can get better at and improve on. But, you know, it, it seems like each week we, we're having to, you know, concentrate on fixing less and less. And I think that's what you want to do as you get going, uh, you know, through the se- season and get into week eight or whatever we're in right now. And it's, uh, you know, it, it seems like we're getting where we need to be. You know, we're not quite there yet. Uh, still got a lot of things to fix, you know both sides of the ball and in our special teams. And so, uh, but it seems like each week we're getting a little better and, and, and we're fine tuning some of those things that we need to be fine tuning. Coach, we were talking about rivalry games earlier on the program and, and talking about how important it is for whatever team to just get everything kind of settled down and get into the rhythm of the game. How important is that for your team in this one coming up on Friday night? You know, it is, you know, it's, it's, uh, it, it's a big game for us. One, it, it is a little bit of a rivalry game. And two, you know, it, it's a big district game for us that, you know, we really feel like we need to win if we want to try to accomplish our goals. And so, uh, you know, it, it's it's going to be a big atmosphere and it's going to be an exciting game. And it, it's one of those things where uh, we've talked to our kids this week about, about controlling our emotions and, 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 and trying to stay on an even keel and not letting the highs be too high, the lows be too low. And so, uh, we do. Hopefully, we can get settled into the game pretty quick and, and just get playing football like we know how to play football. And uh, you know, hopefully, if we can do that, it'll be you know exactly what we need to do to be able to give ourselves a good chance. Coach, we joke all the time. Uh, every coach says we play in the toughest district in the state. But when you look at your league, this really is a a high caliber, high quality football league, isn't it? It is. You know, it, it's it's got several teams in there that that, that play really good football and, and have chances to you know, win football games each and every, every Friday night. And so uh, it's got a lot of great coaches in and a lot of great football players. And, uh, you know, it seems like uh, every, every little mistake you made when, when you play somebody like this, those mistakes are magnified. And so it really puts a, uh, a lot of pressure on you to, you know, play a clean game, you know, take care of the business like you're supposed to take care of and, and don't turn the ball over, and no penalties and things like that. So, you know, it is. It puts a lot of pressure on you to make sure that you're doing – uh, each and everything right, or those mistakes that you make can be magnified against really good teams. Uh, along those same lines, how important is it for your offense to stay on schedule Friday night? We got to. You know, it's it's uh, it's no secret that that, that uh, you know we really like to run the football, and and for us to stay ahead of the chains uh, is something that we really like to do. And so, uh, uh, it, it's important for us. We talk all week about you know no minimal mistakes, pre snap penalties, you know taking care of the football, you know 
big staying on schedule on the downs. And, uh, you know, it's important for us to do that. And, you know, they're one of those teams that has given us fits in the last couple of years at, at running the football. And so we've, we've worked a lot this week on, on uh, you know, handling some of the things that they do. And, and hopefully, you know, our, our hard work will pay off. David, I know you don't get to do it now. I mean, you're, you're uh, deep into the season and, and focus on everything you got to do from week to week. But do you ever get a chance just to kind of reflect and say, uh, and just take a look at the program and, and analyze the program from when you when you first took that job to where it is right now because it, I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna compliment you it, it's you you've done a heck of a job you and your staff have done a a tremendous job in building that program do do you ever get a chance just to kind of reflect on 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 where it was and where it is you know I, I do and, and I think a lot of times it's it's in the spring and the summer when when you're filling out all of those. Uh, you know, sheets for the next year and projections and things like that. And you really sit back and you think, and, and uh, you know, you're right. It, it's, it's, uh, it's been a lot of work by a lot of guys and, and I, I've got an unbelievable staff and, and the work that they put in, you know, and not just during football season, but January through December is it's, it's, uh, you know, second to none. And so those guys uh, uh, do a great job and, and, and we have come a long way from, from, you know those those lean years of the you know early 2010s, 11s, and 12s, and so you know just um, kids buying into a, in, into a philosophy and, and, a, and a great group of coaches that have, that have put a ton of work into uh, you know to get us where we are today. And one of the things that you have to do, and, and it's 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 everywhere at, at the 2A, 3A level, and, and to some degree the 4A level, you got to share foot, you got to share athletes. I mean, and, and I know that you're very supportive of all the other sports, you know, in, in baseball and basketball, supportive of football. You've got to have that 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 group all working together as you share athletes. We do, and you know, we're very fortunate when we when we built our new campus here and and, and we moved in in 2016. You know, the biggest thing that we talked about was having our athletic facilities big enough where. Uh, everything's together and all our kids can be together because as, as, as a program, our size, we have to share kids and, uh, you know, we're, we're not, we're not a big enough school to the kids just specialize and do this and that. So, you know, our coaches have done a great job of working together, uh, to be able to make it where baseball kids can run track and, and, and football kids can run cross country. And, and we do a great job of, of sharing those things and working well together. And, you know, our kids see that and understand that there's an opportunity for them to be successful you know, across the board from, from August through June. And, and then, you know, they relish that opportunity. And so, uh, you know, again, it's a lot of work by a lot of people, but, uh, you know, it's great work that our coaches and our kids do to be able to, uh, to make sure that, that we can do what they want to do and, and they can be successful doing it. And as kids participate in different things, you still got to be able to get the, some, some of the basic nuts and bolts done. And, and that's strength and conditioning. Talk a little bit about your strength and conditioning program. You know, we do, I, we, we, uh, you know, I have a guy that, that Coach Soders who takes care of that and does an unbelievable job with our boys and our girls. Uh, and, and, you know, they're on a program that we work through year-wide. And so, uh, you know, our, our weight, we're fortunate that our weight room is big enough that, that we can fit every boy in athletics in it at the same time, every girl in athletics in it at the same time. And, and, our, and our kids do a great job of, of understanding that that room right there is really important when it comes to every sport we play, not just, not just a football room. And so uh, – you know, it's helped our basketball program out, our baseball program, and it's really, really helped our girls' program out with, with the, with the, with the strength and conditioning that those kids have, have done, and and it's and the success in those programs have really showed. Hey, coach, we uh, we appreciate your time this morning. We know you're busy. Uh, thanks so much for popping on, and uh, best of luck this uh, this weekend and the rest of the way. 
Sounds good. Sure appreciate y'all. All right, David. Thanks. Uh, that is uh, David Woodard, the uh, head coach of the uh, of the West Trojans. And man, I've known David a long time, and he has done a tremendous job. I remember uh, a million years ago, Wardy was the head baseball coach of the Meridian Yellow Jackets. I mean, it's uh, <laughs> we, he and I go way back when it comes to stuff like that. All right, uh, eighteen shot of nine o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, and we uh, we're going to get to the grab bag. We're going to do that for you next, right here on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor athletics and your home for Baylor football. Join us Saturday as the Bears take on BYU at McLean Stadium. Kickoff is set for 2.30. Our coverage begins at 10.30 Saturday morning with Game Day Live. We'll take a look at the game, bring you scores and interviews, and a whole lot more. It's Game Day Live, presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni, this Saturday at 10.30 on ESPN Central Texas. Caterpillar Waco is now hiring. Join our team and move the parts and products that build a better tomorrow. Warehouse positions available with no prior experience required. We will train. Caterpillar Waco offers competitive pay, benefits as soon as you start, and opportunities to grow. It's more than a job. It's the work that matters. To apply, visit caterpillar.com slash Waco. That's caterpillar.com slash Waco. Get your career started today. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Hahn, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at MyTotalOffice.com. Are you opening a new business? Think about remodeling or painting your home? Grant Goss Contracting is a fully insured painting company that offers quality workmanship at affordable prices for commercial and residential projects. They are locally owned and operated, business servicing the Central Texas area since 1984. Contact Chris Goss at chris at ggcwaco.com and check them out on Facebook. Grant Goss Contracting is proud to support Waco ISD and the Waco High Lions. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday, 6 to 8, and Saturday, 8 to 5. It took overtime for the Phoenix Mercury to even the WNBA Championship Series with a 91 86 win over the Chicago Sky. Brittany Griner led the way with 29 points. The Texas Sports Hall of Fame induction class of 2022 includes two Central Texans, Robinson native Susie Snyder Eppers and Coppers Cove Heisman Trophy winner Robert Griffin III are part of the class along with former Cowboys wide receiver Mike Renfro. Tom Brady and the defending champion Buccaneers are in the limelight tonight as they visit Philadelphia for NFL's Thursday Night Football. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on game time. Here comes the sun. 
in more ways than one. Oh, what a great song. Here comes the sun. It's uh, 846. We're 14 now. Shy of 9 o'clock. Good morning. Greenies coming up at 9. John Morris at 3. And Matt at 4. That's the lineup for you here uh, on ESPN Central Texas. We're glad you're with us on this Thursday morning. we got a Football Friday edition of the program tomorrow. Uh, we'll have Kyle Yeomans here to talk some Cowboy football with us. Uh, should just Man, it should be a good, uh, good time tomorrow uh, as uh, we roll through. A, uh, a Friday edition of the program. Ricky Thompson will be here as well. So uh, good stuff. Good stuff coming up uh, tomorrow on the program. So we uh, we invite you to to be with us tomorrow morning from seven until nine. And remember, if you uh, if you missed anything, if you missed anything, you can check it out at syntexsportsfan.com. Uh, we got all of the uh, all of the interviews all set up for you, uh, and you know it takes a little bit for us in the mornings, but uh, uh, we'll we'll see. And hopefully, if everything goes according to our good friend Hoyle, we'll have Greg Tepper uh, from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine with us uh, to talk a little bit about uh, all the big games going on across the Lone Star State tomorrow. Plus right here in our own backyard. So that'll be coming up on tomorrow's program. All right, uh, let's get to the grab bag. And I, I wanted to get to this yesterday, and I just – boy, we forget, we just didn't get to it, Ward. But Baylor men's basketball senior Matthew Mayer has been named the 2021-2022 uh, preseason All-Big 12 team, uh, while senior James uh, Aquino is, is uh, honorable mention and Kendall Brown is the preseason Big 12 freshman of the year. That was announced by the conference uh, yesterday. So – there you go. And it's – boy, we are just around the corner. I mean literally just around the corner from getting uh, basketball going. And how about this, the defense of the national championship. That's kind of cool to say, isn't it? That's pretty special. That is cool to say. Uh, so they'll uh, – and then I'm excited. I want to see – I want to see what, the, what the, the Baylor women's basketball team looks like. Uh, you know w- how they play, what their identity is. I, I know that they've told us what the- what they're going to. I want to see it. I want to see what this what this looks like uh, under coach. Now that Coach Mulkey is is gone, I want to see what it looks like. I'm excited to see what this team is all about, what their identity is. You know, the- as you you know, you've coached. Typically, teams take on the the personality of their of their coach, and I sure want I, I want to see what this is all about. It's going to be interesting. It's and you know, Moki's spent a lot of time here and raised a lot of banners here. But it's a new regime, and you know, it's going to look different and it's going to feel different. And I, I'm the same way. I'm excited to see, you know, what this team looks like, how they, how they react, how they, you know, can they, can they uphold in the Big Twelve championship? Mm-hmm. And, you know, can they keep the rain? You know, they've had a stranglehold on the Big Twelve. Let's be honest. No you know, question. You know, so, you know, can they continue to do that? You know, I, I feel like they can. So it, it's going to be interesting. But, you know, it's also going to take – it's going to take a little bit of time to figure out – for themselves to figure out who they are, right? Because of mm-hmm. the factor it's all new. For everybody, it's all new. So uh, I, I think it's fascinating to watch this unfold. No, for, I, I agree. For, for uh, the women's basketball team. Uh, and you know what? Sometimes, sometimes change is good. Sure. Sometimes fresh face, fresh ideas, uh, all that. Sometimes it's just I, I talked to somebody in the grocery store last night. Not going to mention the name. Lady Bear fan, season ticket holder, 
has has gone, you know, went to the dinner the other night and and is as excited as I've ever seen this person about the start of a basketball season. And that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes change is good. I mean, and I know winning's fun and all that stuff, and, 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 but sometimes you can build some, some complacency. And, and this is just kind of a, a shot in the arm, kind of a fresh start. And, and I, think, I think she's going to do a tremendous job. And, and I'm excited to see the basketball team. Well, part of the excitement is the unknown. Sure. And, and because of the fact that, you know, each and every year when you have somebody that had the length of time at, at one place and the continued success at one place, well, you took that for granted. Mm-hmm. You know, you just expected it to be, you know, the same as it always has been because it has been consistent for so long. And so, you know, there's there's not a whole lot of it. I mean, you get a little bit excited because it's here, but there's not a the unknown excitement. And right. those sometimes those are more fun. And right now, for women's basketball, it's in the point of, okay, we really don't know what's going to happen here. So you're, you're a little bit more jazzed up because of the fact you don't know. Now, you expect them to continue to be good. There's, don't take – take that in the wrong situation but you you just don't know so that kind of gives you a little different type of excitement it's interesting you bring up the expectation thing and we all know hey look it's hard i mean hard is all it is unbelievably difficult to build to build a champion but it's even harder to maintain sure a champion caliber team and that's what's going on around here but with with coach coming in this is now I mean, it, there's just there's an excitement level that's just kind of cool to see. Uh, and, and because it's new, yeah, fresh, yeah, creative. I mean, and that's always fun. Look, it, from call them the Baylor Bears, which I've always believed you should do. I mean, you don't call them the Baylor men's ba- Baylor men's Bears, so why would you call them the Baylor Lady Bears? I mean, I always thought that was kind of, and, and I think it's. But anyway, just little things like that. Her stamp, her stamp, her stamp. This team, this team. I think it's kind of cool. I think it's kind of fun. Uh, I, I think Mac Rhodes and, and his search committee did a tremendous job, and in 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 this is going to be good stuff. This I, I, I really I really think so. I and, and it's going to be fun to watch her put her stamp on this program and, and start to build this program. And let's see now that the Bears have that big old bullseye right on their jersey how this thing unfolds in 2022. Yeah, that's going to be another fascinating thing over at the Ferrell Center. You know, everybody's playing the biggest game of the year for themselves sure in that other locker room because they're playing against the defending national champions. How about that? And, again, it's the coolest thing to say, isn't it? Uh, so, and I know that, you know, Scott Drew back sometime during the summer, you know, said this thing's done. Now we're, 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 we're moving forward. But for us – as as broadcasters and and fans and we get to hang on to this thing a little bit and, and it is cool to say defending national champion the mm-hmm. defending national champion Baylor Bears so uh, yeah so you get you got some excitement on both sides of the aisle if you will with with the Baylor women's basketball team building something new mm-hmm. and the Baylor men's basketball team defending a championship. I, I, should be a great year. Should be an absolute great year. Uh, finally, uh, on our uh, grab bag, the number 11 Baylor volleyball team will host Kansas in back-to-back matches. That'll be tonight and tomorrow night, part of the uh, 
Part of the homecoming festivities, Baylor is 9-4, they're 3-1 in the conference. The Jayhawks are 11-6, and, and they are 3-3 three and three in the league. So there you go. All right, uh, it is 8-54. We're six away from 9 o'clock. Uh, man, what a fun day. Uh, it, it flies by, and, and uh, we are, we're appreciative of you being here uh, for any length of time that you uh, pop in with us. And uh, thanks for uh, being a part of the program. Again, gr- the uh, Greeny Show, and he's been out, I guess. I don't know if he's sick or taking some time off or what. He's back today. Uh, but Greeny is uh, coming up at the top of the hour. And then we'll have uh, uh, John Morse. And uh, John Morris's program at 3 o'clock, and then Matt Mosley is coming up at 4. We're right back at it at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. Game day. That's right. Uh, That's that's right. Game day, game time, and game day Mm -hmm. tomorrow. You excited? Yeah, I am. I really am. Jazzed up? You ready to go? Mm -hmm. Prepped? Yeah. All that good stuff? Yeah. I'll watch some more film tonight. All right. Now, so we got football tonight and we got baseball tonight. Where are you going to be? I'll be watching film within the background. <laughs> Can't take the coach out of you, can you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's 855. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for uh, being – and thanks to everyone who's uh, who jumped in on the CNC Collision Center text line. You don't know how much we appreciate you participating. You can always do that, and you can always call us, too, at 662-1660. Same phone number. Uh, same number. So if you want to text us or call us, we'd love to hear from you. We got to go. Ward's giving me the shut-up signal, so we got to go. We'll see you in the morning at 7. Baylor football on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor athletics. Join us this Saturday as the Bears play host to BYU at McLean Stadium. Kickoff is set for 2.30, and our coverage of Baylor football will begin at 10.30 Saturday morning with Game Day Live, presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni. Game Day Live is brought to you in part by Barnett Contracting, Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements, Common Grounds, NeighborWorks Waco, Oakley's Rustic Grill, Oakley's Shuck and Shack, Steckler Wayne Cochran Cherry Law Firm. Baylor Football and Game Day Live is also brought to you in part by TFMB, your bank for life, Old Chicago Pizza and Tap Room, Total Office Solutions, Hurley Benefit Services, Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram Fiat, Walk-On Sports Bistro, Myatt Fuels, and Central National Bank. It's Game Day Live this Saturday morning at 10.30 on ESPN Central Texas. Looking for the perfect home to rent? Shamrock Property Management offers quality houses, townhomes, and duplexes for lease in the greater Waco area. Whether you're looking for a low-maintenance duplex or an executive home with plenty of space or something in between, Shamrock Property Management can help you find just the perfect place to call home. Let their dedicated team help you locate a rental home that fits both your lifestyle and budget. Learn more at shamrockmgt.com. Come as you are and enjoy food you won't forget at Oakley's Rustic Grill and Oakley's Shuck and Shack at the Route 77 Food Truck Park. Oakley's Rustic Grill features burgers, baskets, and po' boys, plus a Monday through Friday lunch special. One entree, two sides for $8.99. Try the buffalo mac and cheese. It's mac and cheese topped with buffalo fried chicken tenders. Or the Big Tex Burger, brisket and a chuck patty topped with cheddar cheese, applewood smoked bacon, onions, pickles, and barbecue sauce. Oakley Shuck and Shack features fresh seafood, grilled cheese, and more. They have lobster served three different ways, plus Gulf and Blue Point oysters and oysters Rockefeller. 
a great place to refuel before or after the game, and you won't have to wait an hour to be served. Oakley's Rustic Grill and Oakley Shuck and Check at the Route 77 Food Truck Park, 17th and LaSalle Avenue in Waco. Open at 11 every day except Sunday. Climate-controlled inside seating is available. The one stop for all your farm and ranch supplies is McGregor General Store. They are an official Perina dealer. When it's time to buy feed for all your animals, including dogs, cats, and exotic pets, McGregor General Store also boasts a clothing line for your family that is fresh, modern, and in demand. You'll find the brands you want at prices you'll love, including boots from Ariat and Twisted Edge, shoes from Hey Dude, and clothing from Huey, Wrangler, Rock and Roll, and Cinch. Go by and see Courtney, Amy, and the gang at McGregor General Store on Highway 84 in McGregor. Have you been thinking about a new deck for your home, lake house, or country place, or maybe a new pergola for your backyard, or redoing a room to give it a more western or rustic look? If the answer is yes, we invite you to come see us at Redwoods Incorporated. We take pride in having the best selection in the greater Waco area for top quality wood products. It makes no difference if you are just wanting ideas, curious about probable cost, or want us to recommend an outstanding contractor. Our folks at Redwoods Incorporated want to help you from start to finish. Come visit with Greg or Scott and see our new showroom conveniently located on Esther Drive, just off North Valley Mills behind Applebee's Restaurant. Redwoods Incorporated wants you to know no project is too big or too small for us to give you our personal attention. So please call us at 772-5243 or just stop by Redwoods Incorporated anytime and let us show you how helpful we can be. You'll be glad you did. 